0: This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Hi everybody! It's the Straight from the Net podcast. I'm Danielle. I'm Jamie. And today is... <laughs> the start of football! Sunday, September 13th. <laughs> And Jamie is sitting here, she's got her Ravens t-shirt on, she right. is red to go.
1: Happy football season, guys. Happy legit first football Sunday of the motherfucking year. I know, Jamie's like, <laughs> it's no, time. The Ravens are up by 10 against the Browns, but, you know, it's the fucking
0: Browns. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I just mention last night, It we celebrated the boyfriend's birthday, and we were waiting to go in to have dinner. Uh-huh. And it was cold.
1: Oh, I know. And I, had a I was on like, on last
0: night. I was like, yeah, baby. You I was like, to, yeah, girl. I went
1: to a birthday party and, like, outside is where we have to smoke in her house. Uh-huh. Happy birthday, Joe. She doesn't listen, but I'm going to say it anyway. Okay. <laughs> so, I was like, babe, wait. And he was like, what? I was like, let me go grab a hoodie. He was like, you're going to grab a hoodie. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna grab a hoodie. By the time we got there, the song was down and I was like, hey, I got a hoodie. <laughs> That's what I said to him. I was is like, hoodie weather.
0: This is hoodie season. I'm like, my basic bitch is coming out. Right? I so Friday
1: wait. night at the show, speaking of all the basicness, you know how basic I am when I have shit delivered. <laughs> Kathy or uh, Sally brought me pumpkin pie pop-tarts because they're back. Oh my god. And she brought them to the show and she was like, hey, I got you these. And I was like, I fucking love you. <laughs> <laughs> pumpkin for everyone! My like basic bitches back. And the thing is, I don't like pumpkin in beverage form. Like I don't like, I like the, the lattes. Creamer. I I like the creamer. Yeah, the creamer. But I don't terrible. like the lattes or anything like that. Yeah. I, I think it's too much pumpkin. Yeah. But they World Krispy Kreme makes a pumpkin donut.
0: Oh, okay.
1: A pumpkin spice donut, and it's fucking phenomenal. And you can really? get them at rural Farms, and it's oh, you can really? only get them. Through October to, like, the mid-November, and they don't have them out anymore. Like, oh, really? Like, that's it. This is when they're out. So, I'm, like, super hyped. So, I got that pumpkin. They made, <laughs> they have pumpkin munchkins at Dunkin'. <laughs> they got a pumpkin muffin
0: at Dunkin' that is to die for. Oh, my God. You and Dunkin'. It's so funny. I know. They're like, what do
1: you want today? You're huge. I know. I like, I like Dunkin'. I have I switched it up, though, so now I do a hazelnut latte. I like it better than oh the god. It's not as sweet.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm caramel. I, I, at the end of the day, caramel everything. I get, like, caramel macchiato creamer and all that stuff. But I'm kind of excited that it's, like, pumpkin season again. Oh, my they God. I these... just
1: went through, like, I was, like, on my phone, and I would have, I if I didn't look at the time, I would have been at least on time instead of really, <laughs> Instead like...
0: of very early, like usual.
1: <laughs> um, but I got, like, sucked into the Halloween craft wormhole on Facebook. <laughs> like, I learned how to make a spider web out of a trash bag. <laughs> And I learned if you take cookie cutters and the pretty uh-huh. white pumpkins and you can, like, put designs on them and put little candles in them and it's all fancy. Oh. Like, like you mean, like, you can cut it out, like, if you use... Yeah, if you oh. use the cookie cutter, you just take a hammer and, lightly like, tap it in. Oh.
0: And then it leaves the shape. And then you just put the candle in okay. and you do that. And I'm, like, like... Uh. <laughs> You know what? Some people in my development, my actually my development's humongous. There's really three developments in one development. It is fucking huge. But and just I, my they, portion of the development the is the biggest parking, one.
1: Parking situation in this development, like why? Like they're all on the side of the road. I almost hit some guy that was delivering food on a giant high tricycle coming in. A tricycle? He was in like a tricycle with a basket.
0: I guess what? He was, I think, yeah, and he was delivering. Wrong? I I don't know. I'm trying to think, like, where was somebody on a tricycle delivering? You mean was he like on a like a little motorized bike? No, it was a pedal bike that looked had three wheels like a giant ass tricycle with a basket <laughs> on the back. We had
1: fucking pizza in there. No, he did yes, not. Yes, he did. I swear to God. Oh my, like, where the
0: fuck would somebody get pizza from with that thing? I don't know. Like, I'm trying to think of where they would have come from, like on a pedal bike.
1: I think it's not that close by. I think it's somewhere on Cleveland Avenue or.
0: Yeah, maybe, but even that, like, that guy would have been sweating bullets by the time he got all the way over here. he was moving. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Well, and you know what? My son actually bitches about it because he's like, you know, everybody's got a frigging garage and nobody frigging uses it and nobody uses their damn driveway. I'm like, well, most driveways are for just one car. You know, so if you have more than one car, you don't want to park behind somebody and then you're constantly playing, like, you know, shuffle the cars all the time. Or whatever, but yesterday, I got a brand new car.
1: It is pretty. It's the I same did. color as my pocketbook.
0: It, it is. <laughs> it's shiny. So, I got a, a brand new car yesterday. And it's funny. I don't know if anybody's like me, but <laughs> I assign feelings to the cars that I'm driving. So, when I got rid of this one, it made me sad because I was like, you didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> it's just time to move on. I like, because that was so your
1: first real, like new car yes
0: because the car i had before the last one i had got when i was married and so i had that thing for a really long time it was a long time of doing my own gears rolling up my own windows and then if i turned left the water would run on my feet from the air conditioner <laughs> and Now christopher's driving that car so it was the first real car i had you know bought for myself and it was like it was just you know it was starting to have repairs it had to go but um <laughs> I was driving yesterday. I don't know. Oh, I was taking the boys to get Taco Bell because Christopher or Jonathan had a sleepover. And they were like, we're hungry. So, of course, as soon as I buy the car, I got to come home, get them, go back, and go get Taco Bell or whatever. So, we're leaving. And there's, like, all these people, like, out for a ride or on their like their bikes or, or walking. But they're doing it in the fucking street. Oh, yeah. Not on the side of the street. Like, in the street. Like, you're there's like, not sidewalks. Yeah. I'm like, could you get the fuck out of the road? You know what I mean? And I'm like, this is why I don't talk to my neighbors. Because I'm like, get the fuck out of the road. Road. and they're probably like, oh, now you want to be nice after <laughs> you just told me to get the fuck out of the road. But yeah, even Jonathan was like, there's sidewalks. Why don't people use sidewalks? I'm like, because they're freaking assholes. Oh, that's why. I love
1: the one that I always catch coming out of here after I leave here. Like when I turn to go down towards mm-hmm. the back way, um, when they're on their earbuds and it's always the and same never guy hear and they don't oh, hear really? me. So I get up real close and I'm like, do, 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 do. <laughs> and I'm like three feet from him and then he's like oh shit i'm like again dude how you doing like i should probably introduce myself at
0: this i know we see each other all the time um yeah there's one guy that i think he must have like cerebral palsy or something i don't know um i hate to say it that way but i've I've known a few people that had cerebral palsy and the way that they walk mimics the way this guy walks right man he hoofs it oh yeah he goes for super walks man and he's fast like, you go, boy. Like, here's it's my badass sitting down, and here he is, you know.
1: Everybody killing look, it. the weather is good right now, especially because it's not so hot that you're going to die if you go for a
0: walk. Yeah. But exactly. it's not so cold that you're like, why did I do this? Why did I do this to myself? You know, nature's a fickle thing. I know. Well, it's nice because Bruce will go walking with me, and, like, he likes going walking. And of course you know, because he's also the yes man, so I'm like, You wanna do this? He's like, Let's do it. And I'm like, Here's the time. we don't have any time to do anything, but I'm like, you know, I ordered a pair of sneakers and um I'm like waiting for them to come in. I don't know where the hell they are. And it's like, you know, my new walking sneakers.
1: Oh, did you buy new walking sneakers? Yeah, it's
0: supposed to like give me like, you know, the extra oomph. Yeah, I ruined to, like go walking. I ruined <laughs> I ruined a pair of sneakers yesterday
1: on my adventure in Kathy's Yard. Oh, you
0: have to tell people what happened. People
1: Oh my, oh, my god. So I go over to Kathy's. It's a Saturday. I should have known better. <laughs> so I go over to our boss's house, and I was selling some stuff for her. And I was putting the stuff in my car, and I was waiting for her in the kitchen because the guy that works with us, Chris, who happens to be our friend, best boyfriend, was mm-hmm. going to carry it out to the car because it was heavy. Right. And when we were leaving the ha- the kitchen to go put the stuff in my car, my, ba- my boss has chickens. And... Sh- She shows me this picture of this baby chicken, which now I have to see it. Like, I fucking hate nature, but, oh, babies.
0: I know, but she calls them yard vermin. They are yard
1: vermin. That's
0: what she calls them. So, anyway,
1: we take the thing out to my car. and Me me and Chris walk over to see the chicken. I didn't think he was going to come with me. Like, I thought Uh he was, but he followed me right over. So, I'm guessing he's, who wouldn't want to see a baby I know, who wants to see a baby? I know. I'm like, okay, Chris is coming. Welcome to my hell. Like, this is <laughs> this look at the vermin pen. Um, so we go out there, and I'm trying <coughs> to get this chicken, and it would let me get right up to it, and then it would like peep, peep, beep, and then run after its mom. Like oh it, it would let me hold it, but it's the cutest little thing, right? So, <laughs> so Chris is there, and I, he didn't close the door when he left the pen. <laughs>
0: Oh, he did. oh! is that why I got out? Yeah, but
1: I won't blame him. It was definitely, like, I should have been, it was my domain. I should have been, been making sure. I should have been paying attention. He'd never been in the vermin pen before. <laughs> I should have made, <laughs> I should have been paying attention. But I was trying to clean out the gook that was in the, the bucket, because uh-huh. you have this bucket, and it has a ring around it, and there's little holes in the bucket that fills up only about this much water.
0: Right, about an inch of water.
1: Right, because if you fill the big buckets... The baby chicken will jump in there and drown.
0: Oh, okay, got it.
1: So there's this special bucket, especially for chicks. Okay. So I'm filling this bucket. I Chris, Kathy has this weird thing, and the last time I filled the pen, I flooded it because oh. I wasn't sure which knob turned it off. So it was good because Chris was down there, and I can scream, "It was on! It's off!" Right. So I didn't flood the pen again, especially with the baby in there.
0: Right. Um. I can't believe it had a baby. I still can't believe that they were getting busy in there and had a baby.
1: Well, it's been b- hot. People are bored. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Apparently,
1: <laughs> so that are chickens. For
0: chickens.
1: So anyway, so I'm, I'm I'm yelling at Chris after I'm I'm like down scooping out the cook that's right. in this because I want the 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 little spigots, the little holes in the buckets, to be clear so to fill. Right. So I'm down there and I'm doing that, and I say, "Okay, Chris, thanks. It's done." So I turn around to leave. And this fucking chicken is slipping out the gate. And I'm like, oh no, no, God. no, 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 chicken. So I chase the chicken because now it's on the, the grass side. And I'm yeah. like, if Lily comes out, she's going to eat the chicken. The chicken, yeah. So I'm like chasing the chicken. And I'm like, oh, Chris, lose chicken. Lou. He's like, what? And I'm like, this chicken. <laughs> He's like, fuck. So, <laughs> so we get this chicken. And the chicken's like, I know your weakness. I'm going to go over here in this wooded area because you don't like nature. You don't uh-huh. like us because mm-hmm. we're nature. Right. So this chicken goes in the woods, and Chris is a trooper, man. He's in shorts. Yeah. He's in sneakers. And he's walking around. There's sticker bushes. He got himself in the sticker bushes as soon as he oh. walked into the fucking woods. And he's chasing this chicken around. And he's not running after the chicken. Mm-hmm. He's, like, stalking it like Jason does for his victims on Friday the 13th. Oh, my God. <laughs> he's just steady, walking behind the chicken. Like, right. there's no diving for the chicken. Right. They're just walking behind the chicken. So we're trying to corner the chicken, like... Like get it towards me, yeah, and then because I'll pick up the fucking chicken. I don't right. think Chris, that was down for. I don't think Chris is down for picking it up.
0: I would have been scared to. I would be like, I don't want to
1: touch you. So we get it, and then finally, I'm I'm yelling at it. I'm like, Dora the fucking chicken explorer. <laughs> I was like, Come this way. Here, Chicky Chicky. I'm like, The fox is gonna get you. <laughs> or like this, you like, pss, pss, pss. right, like, like you do with cats. Pss, pss, pss. Hey, here, Chicky Chicky. <laughs> So Chris is over there, and he he's like mumbling his own not in respect, but he's so calm about it. So I'm like, all right, Jimmy, you can't let him just be in there all alone trying to wrestle this chicken right. because there's too much space. You've got to get in there to like help corner yeah. the chicken. Get your ass in the woods. <laughs> so I muster all the courage that I have, and I go into the woods, <laughs> and he's got it coming towards me, and it goes under this bush, and it stops, and it looks at me. <laughs> And I'm like, hey, Chickie, and I go down to get it. And it walks past me. And it starts walking along the pen fence. So I open up the pen. It goes right back in there.
0: Oh, my God.
1: Like, thanks. I needed that break. I was like, you fucking piece of shit. I'm eating chicken today for spite. <laughs> <laughs> Going to Chick-fil-A right now and I don't even like it. Like, I was like, fucking chicken. <laughs> so then I go in and Kathy's in there. And I'm like, Kathy you would not believe what just fucking happened. (laughs) And I'm telling her this, and I I haven't heard Kathy really laugh in a really long time because it's it's been been so so stressful. stressful. Mm -hmm. And she was laughing to the point where there was tears in her eyes, and she was like, I wish I had a
0: camera. (laughs) That's your take on this. (laughs) That's your take on this. Well, consequently, the funny thing how I found about it was I was at the dealership, and I had to call Kathy to confirm, like, my employment and stuff. So... (laughs) I know, and then she took it away from me, I couldn't even tell you. I know, and she picks, and I'm like, and every time, and sometimes you'll call her, and she'll just start telling you, oh my god, you're not gonna believe what happened, and you're like, yeah, but I called you for a reason, can you tell me about, oh my god, in a minute, like, she's famous for doing that, and yesterday, that's what she did, and it was about your yard vermin, and she was like, oh my god, there's a baby chicken, and blah blah blah, and I'm thinking the baby chicken got out, like, she's laughing hysterically, and I'm like, but look, but, 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 and I'm trying to, and I'm like to get in there. I'm no, like, the guy's standing here. I need you <laughs> gotta a, talk to him. It was a
1: full grown fucking chicken, and I was like, "Come on, Dora, get the fuck back in the pen." <laughs> and sick. then I said that to her, and she was like, "Dora, the explorer!" Like, like she got it <laughs> immediately, and she was banging up. And I was like, "I'm never coming to
0: work on a Saturday again. I'm not." It sucks around here. I hate it. I hate it here. I <laughs> know. Well, speaking of other animals doing weird things, right? because, you know, obviously those chickens were bored. They had nothing better to do but make other chickens. Well, this is a story about a dolphin. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. (laughs) (laughs) So, apparently, according to the Mirror, a woman admits she had sex with a dolphin as part of a NASA-funded scientific study. Uh, That's weird. It's super weird. And well, look at her face.
1: Well they say oh
0: She looks a little cuckoo for cocoa pups.
1: So they say that the um dolphins and humans have similar brains. Yeah. So, maybe they were going to see if we could crossbreed? I don't know. Read on. I'm curious.
0: <laughs> it says, Margaret Howell It was just 20 when she started working but in a did lab. But she love it? But does she <laughs> love it? <laughs> when she worked, uh, started working in a lab with the aim of understanding dolphins and teaching them to speak English. Oh. I'm like, holy freaking crap. She had loved animals since she was a little girl. Yeah, she was going to really love them later. One of her first memories is being given a book about a talking cat by her mother when she was just a child. It sparked a lifelong fascination, but we're going to move forward because I don't really care about any of this shit. I want to hear right. about our boat and the dolphin. Right. It's like the opposite of a donkey show.
1: Dolphin show.
0: <laughs> I know, right? And yeah. this wasn't even in Tijuana, people. <laughs> I, just, I just tell you something real quick. So, Jonathan, did I, I told you the story about the edibles with Jonathan, right? No. Jonathan just all of a sudden was like, I'm never going to smoke pot. Maybe I'll have some edibles or something, and I'm like, what? "What? Like, what are you saying? Like, why are we having this conversation? How did we get here?" I know, and, and somehow it morphed into him becoming the edibles kingpin of Delaware or something. Like, I was just making joke. That job's
1: already taken, Jonathan. I know him,
0: <laughs> and it's a she. <laughs> the queenpin, but it, I don't. It was just the funniest thing. So last night he he's back. He's decided he's back into astronomy. Okay, that's and nice. So he tells me and Bruce that he when he'd like to go to school in Colorado. Okay, to study astronomy. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he says it, and Bruce and I were like astronomy because why do you want to go to Colorado? Because you're trying to be the kingpin of edibles. Oh, in that's Colorado. right. And he was like, no, I'm not. Like it was just so funny. I, if oh, he he's upstairs researching that shit. He probably is. He, it Something
1: comes in your mail called the magic butter machine. <laughs> Mom, I need $220. Don't give it to him. Don't give it to him? Okay. Because you'll be like, I don't know why I keep wanting these cookies, Jamie. The magic butter machine. But I feel great. It's called a magic butter machine. I want one because I want to start making my own. Like, because all these people are out there making money off of them. And I'm like. I know. I'm like, you can get a license for it in Delaware. I wonder if you could, you like need a PhD or something, like a chemist. Well, that's
0: what I thought. I'm like, I can see Jonathan like going off to Colorado for astronomy and, uh-huh. and, and, and majoring whatever. in economy, In economy. I know, right? But then going out there and learning about the strains and how you got to grow them, and then before you know it, it's like he's back in Delaware, but he doesn't tell me, and I find out a month later, and when I go to visit him, he's got like hydroponic shit and everything <laughs> else all done, and he's got all these different strains, and because he's so meticulous, because you know. He kind of was on the spectrum when he was little. So, like, you know how they are. they got to have all their facts and they have to figure things out. I'm like, him having the best strains of fucking everything and everybody wanting his on the goddamn spectrum. (laughs) I
1: can see see Jonathan just fucking killing it. Like, we always knew he was an evil genius. At least now it's legal.
0: I know. I'm like, you know what? Go do that because mommy wants to live her best life. Look, now you know what's going to happen. They you'd be like, she's sitting on that damn podcast <laughs> talking about her very underage son <laughs> going to live his best life as an edible, a weed edibles kingpin. <laughs> it's all jokes, though. I swear to God, people, I swear I would never allow this to happen. Anyway, like, back to the bitch
1: fucking the dolphin.
0: <laughs> I just had to tell you that because it was so funny. Me and Bruce were like,
1: mm-hmm.
0: So anyway, she said her dreams came true of Christmas in 1963 when she was living in the Caribbean island of St. Thomas. Margaret's brother-in-law mentioned there was a secret lab at one of the islands. This is already sounding a little weird. Secret lab at one of the islands where they were carrying out work with dolphins. Unable to resist, Margaret, who was just 20, had to drive out there to have a look, and she was greeted by Gregory Bateson. He was a director of the lab and was instantly impressed Wait, by the young woman.
1: So it's a secret lab, but she went out there just to have a look. I know, right? Already, it's it's That is not a very secret lab. She, she's got pictures. This is feeling more like a James Bond
0: situation. But, I, like, it's, like, almost like a World News Daily Report, like, mini, like, book or something. Right. You know what I mean? This is
1: some national choir shit.
0: Yeah, but this was Peter the Dolphin. So there's Peter. pictures of it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, my God. This is terrible. She's got a bunch of pictures that they put in here, though, of her, you know, with this, with these animals. So it's kind of interesting. But anyway, um, so apparently this guy was trying to do experiments or whatever. And he said he hoped this experiment on the Caribbean island would enable the dolphins to make human-like sounds through their bowls, enable them to communicate with humans. And he secured, and I guess they secured NASA's backing, blah, blah, blah. He said, however, when it started as an innocent experience, became embroiled in scandal by the time it closed down. Not only was there Margaret's relationship with Peter, there was also rumors the dolphins had been abused when they were given L- LSD.
1: Trippin' fucking dolphins. Literally. Mm-hmm.
0: I know. So I was like, wow, that's kind of weird. And then she said, um, basically, like, she was there to get to know Peter. Um, you know, things like that. And then she said, it was... <laughs> Margaret claims that... Let me see. It was just, I was uncomfortable as long as it wasn't, oh, wait, hold on. I went too far. She explained, Peter liked to be with me. He would rub himself on my knee, my foot, or my hand, and I allowed that. Oh, I wasn't uncomfortable as long as it wasn't too rough. In the beginning, I would put him on the elevator and say, you go play with the girls for a day. It was just easier to incorporate that and let it happen. It was very precious and very gentle. Peter was right there. He knew that I was right there. What the fuck did I just read?
1: Oh, you can't. They have dead air for that. You gotta. I'm yeah, still, else... I'll take that out.
0: I'll take it out. But my nail space is like what the shit. Because I I miss. I must have missed this part. Because I'm like, what do you mean she put him on the elevator and said play with the girls? But it was just easier for me to let him have it. Have it. I thought he meant like you know they meant like put him out there to go play with other girl dolphins. But she meant she meant the girls. Her. Oh. Oh shit! She said it was sexual on his part. It was not sexual on mine. Sensuous, Um, perhaps. How is it not sexual when there's a dolphin penetrating your hoo-ha? I don't know. It would just just become part of what was going on, like an itch. Just get rid of that, and we'll (laughs) just get rid of that scratch, and we would be done and move on. It was. I was there to get to know Peter. That was part of Peter. Oh my god. Oh,
1: that is weird.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna read too much more because it's kind of fucking creeping me out. But (laughs) yeah, I mean, she. Like, it's just, it's just weird. So, this lady goes to the not secret secret lab.
1: <laughs> Meets Dr. Evil.
0: <laughs> and
1: a horny dolphin. And a horny man dolphin. <laughs> and is like, here, let me put you on the elevator, the little water elevator. Does she, what, did she just get on top of him? I don't know. She doesn't really say. I'm thinking she has to,
0: like, get on top of him. I don't know. She's like, you could play with the girls for a while. And I'm like, the girls? What do you mean by the girls? Like it doesn't get any it doesn't get anything more than that. Like she doesn't go into more oh, detail. No, there's got
1: to be some deep dark secret fucking like documentation on this somewhere deep in the web. We just gotta find it. I know, like the I'll deep go, dark black web. I'll go hunting. No, I don't, it doesn't have to be the black dark web. I mean obviously but there's gotta be some shit that's, that's published.
0: She has to delve a little more into that. Right, like, there's I'm gotta saying, be in an you,
1: interview with her where she talks about how it happened because somebody had to ask.
0: Like, I know. somebody had to be
1: like, look, we're just curious. How did you go about fucking said Peter the dolphin?
0: Exactly. Like, what does that exactly mean? Because she said go off and play with the girls. So I'm like, okay. So she meant like she's going off to let him play with other female dolphins. Right. But then she's like, I was right there and he was right there. It was like we were looking at each other's eyes. I'm like, what and the that fuck And that was is part happening? of Peter. Oh, uh, No, Peter's Peter should have not been anywhere near you. Peter, Pe- Peter was eating her. Oh, eating her Peter, or whatever. I'm trying to find to come up with something funny, and I missed it. My, my time is fast. Oh God, it didn't I, I, I'm like fucking confused. Oh, wait, what is it? What is her name? Peter Peeper, or Peter Peter, Margaret Eater. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I figured it out. I knew there was something like, in there. So I don't even. <laughs> I'm like, did he put his nose inside
1: her? No, he's got. They're he, they're mammals. Dolphins are mammals, so they have penises. Yeah, but
0: are but all right, we gotta move on. This is um. Yeah, weird. it's weird. we I'm, I'm gonna just, have. To, yeah, I know. I'm gonna When I'm alone at later,
1: I'm gonna have to like look at this up.
0: and <laughs> I know, I'm like, I'm kind. I kind of feel dirty now that I did it. Because I wanted to like pick on her. The more I dive down this, the more I feel weird. It's a now. rabbit hole, man. It is.
1: So, um, people share their. I have this thing. It's from suggest.com um because you know I'm always a, I'm obsessed with weddings I've been talking about it a lot so my my phone keeps sending me <laughs> <laughs> wedding stories so it says people share their forget this I'm out moments that made them in their marriage um so I have to find it's the, like the second story oh no no I'm sorry that's the this one is about um people who were like I got to get out of this this marriage situation and okay. and this is a this is one of those like a bunch of stories but it's not about, the, I'll get to the other one later. This one, we watch a lot of true crime. Right. Now, I'm going to read through this, the story, and then you tell
0: me the red flags. Okay. Okay, so. Wait, you, know, you can't ask me about red flags because you know I date men that have lots of them. And yeah, I but you're very pretty. But you'll see this. <laughs> okay. All right,
1: so I divorced my first husband. It's called, he even threatened the cops. I divorced oh my first husband after 23 years. We lived separately for for three before filing. During the separation from my first husband, I met and started dating my second husband. We dated for five years and were married and living together for living together for one. So they were living together for one and then they were married for 5 Mm-hmm. I was feeling heartbroken about the breakup of my second marriage. I found myself swept off my feet by a man 15 years younger than me. Now, she... During her divorce proceedings from the first husband, she met and married the second husband and now she's in the process of divorce oh my again okay again <clears throat> and she found herself swept off her feet by a man 15 years younger than her
0: damn how's somebody get married 17,000 fucking right. times
1: we met, when, we met when I was visiting in another, another state for a family reunion he was not from there either we were now here's where it gets creepy because I'm like all true crime about this because okay. I read this okay. so we were staying at the same hotel and he kept running into each other at restaurants and other venues even in neighboring towns fishy he was stalking her
0: oh god i
1: feel like he was anyway he okay. was a giant texan who stood 6 8 and weighed 270 pounds and most of that was muscle oh god. i could put my hand against his and he could bend his fingers over the whole of my finger lengths he was literally a giant he asked me on a date i initially turned declined but we kept running into each other okay and he was relentless in pursuing me because he was stalking you bitch after his fifth invi- <laughs> after his fifth invitation i accepted he really surprised me had gone out and bought a picnic basket good bread some olives and cheeses and fruit and made us a, a chartucci tray is that what it's called charcuterie charcuterie char- tray or yeah that's like what that? it is it's hard I, for me to even that say that fucking tray with all the shit on it that she just mentioned Right. So he worked as an inspector for the petroleum industry. He was saying he was staying there for a month, so I extended my visit. We started spending every minute that he wasn't working together. He literally swept me off my feet. Before I knew it, two weeks had passed and he was asking me to be his wife. Oh my god. Mind you, she's not divorced yet. Right. So You know this has gotta be
0: hurting your feelings a little. And she says
1: <laughs> she says no, because she's she's very needy and he's a stalker and she doesn't see it. Right. I know I was out of my mind insane, but here was some of my reasoning. She's reasoning. Okay. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. At the time, I had a lot of good friends from India. This guy's not Indian, by the way. <laughs> they have arranged marriages, and the divorce rate is so incredibly low, and I rationalized it as that it may be like a range marriage, and we would learn about each other after the marriage. We got married in Illinois, and I went back to home in Oregon. To pack some small items, two weeks later I flew to San Antonio where my new mother-in-law picked me up at the airport. My husband worked on the road but insisted that insisted he wanted me to live in Texas where he owned a home in San Antonio and a hunting ranch in Freer, Texas. So when my new mother-in-law picked me up, she seemed really nervous and kept, the phone, kept making phone calls in Spanish. I could make out that the lady wouldn't leave the house. I didn't know... He, I didn't know who she was talking to, and I didn't want to tip my hand about understanding some Spanish. Suddenly, my husband calls me and tells me that plans have changed, and I'll be going to his parents' home for the night. I explained that I wasn't a child, and I wanted to know what was going on. Right. He said someone had been living in the house, and they were told to move over six months ago, but they were not quite gone. But they would, have gone, they would be gone by tomorrow. So um, he said he was getting on a plane, and he would be there that evening. Here we go people. When he got there I got a full I got a full picture of reality. The truth was my new husband was not legally my husband. What? He was still very much legally to the married married to the lady who wasn't getting out of the house. <gasps> Shut Actually, up. Actually, she had no inklings of any problems until three days before I flew to San Antonio. That's when she was served with divorce papers and rental keys. Needless to say, she was having issues with the
0: situation. Oh my God. I was
1: going to buy a ticket to Oregon. Great, right, That's your first, like, okay, I'm not legally married to you and obviously you lied to me, so I'm out, right? Yeah, something's
0: very wrong. Right. So
1: you would think. And she's like, "But wait, there's more." My husband <laughs> made a huge story about a, his wife cheating on him while he was on the road, and he roped his mother into supporting his story and telling me he had failed mon- the marriage had failed months before, but um, there had been a mistake at the court and caused the suit to be thrown out, so I stayed. Months later, I discovered the truth. I decided I wanted to go home to Oregon and decide if I wanted to continue the marriage. I tried to speak to my husband about it. We had been married for six months. But you were you, you just said you weren't married. But anyway, by then we had been married six months. By then, my husband had changed jobs so he could stay home in San Antonio with me. When I told him I was thinking of going back to Oregon, he took me by the hand gently and calmly said, "If you ever try to leave me, I will kill you, bury you on the ranch, and no one will ever find your body." Then kissed me on my forehead and said, "Baby girl, you are mine forever." You got that? That was the that was my f this. I'm out of here. That was it? it? That was it? Yeah, right. I told him I wasn't serious about Portland, just testing him and kissed him. him, And a little while later, I got up and started cooking dinner. I told him I needed to run to the store to get a couple things. I drove as fast as I could to our bank and withdrew $3,000. Then I drove to the airport to buy a ticket. All the while, I was on the phone with my older brother, who used to ride with the F Troop Biker Group out of Granite City, Illinois. He now lived in Ohio, and he said I could come to stay with him and his wife. I knew I would be safe there. He was the only man I know that my husband was afraid of. I bought a ticket leaving the next morning. I knew my husband and his father were leaving San Antonio the next morning to go to work on the ranch. When I woke up, my husband asked me about my plans. I previously had planned to go to a photo exhibit at a gallery, so I told him that's where I would be. I drove him to his father's and dropped him off. He gave me a big kiss and a hug, and he gave me some money and told me to go have some fun. I immediately drove back home where I stuffed as many of my belongings as I could in two suitcases and a carry-on. I called a cab to bring me to the airport. I locked the keys inside the house and I left. Hmm. After I got into my seat on the plane, I waited until they were starting to close the cabin doors. Then I called my husband. I reminded him about what he had told me and he would do it... <laughs> I reminded him about what he had told me he would do it to me if I ever tried to leave him. I asked if he remembered telling me that and he would that he would kill me and bury my body on the ranch. He said yes, and he meant every word he said. I told him, I believe he meant that. He said that, and I took the threat seriously. I told him, that's why I'm on my way to my brother's house. Now, here's the thing. He's threatening your life. Right. You're on a plane about to be scot-free. Right. But you're telling him.
0: Like, why would you call and be like, did you really mean
1: it? Right, and you're telling him you're going where you're going to be. Yeah. So were you really that scared? Anyway. Right. So he asked me where I was. I said I was on a plane that I had to get off the plane because the the phone, because the doors were closing and phones had to be turned off. He drove to where I I was, luckily. Luckily, his mother called to warn me he was on his way, so I drove to my mother's home in another state. Okay, so he got in his car and tried to find her at his brother's house. Right. But then his mother called her and was like, get out of there. Right. He realized after a while, about a month, where I... (laughs) where I was starting to, started calling, where I was and started calling me there. So after a month, he realized she was at her mom's, started calling there, over and over, threatening to kill me if I don't come back. Then he started threatening to kill my family. Even leaving the threats on the answering machine. Don't do that, dude. One time, after hours of his incessant calling, I called the police, and they came to the house to take a report. He called while the officers were there, and in the midst of listening to his previous threats, he started to leave another threat, and one of the, one of the officers on the phone, to one of the officers on the phone. He didn't care. He threatened to kill the officers, too.
0: Oh, my God. I
1: moved to a very small town, changed my name, and this is a lifetime movie. I'm telling you, this bitch does not do this. This was a lifetime fucking movie. A couple years... (laughs) Changed my name and hit. A couple years later, I had gotten real with myself in therapy, and I met a man who I wanted to have a real and honest relationship with. Husband number four.
0: You're fucking kidding me.
1: With Does this so is th- I think this woman needs to just be alone. So I filed <laughs> for a divorce. I got a phone call from my husband two weeks before our divorce. My husband was so nice on the phone. He apologized for all the things that he had said and done and pleaded with me to come back to him. He wanted to go to a spa in Arizona for a few days to see if we could reconcile. I told him I was in love with another man again. And oh he started God. to get a little nasty. That's when my current husband, who was my boyfriend at the time spoke up and told him there would be no more of that. He told him that that part of his life was over and he was going to have to stop. And he did. Truthfully, right. I'm pretty sure my husband called him previously knowing him him the way I do now. I'll never know for sure, though. So, okay. First of all, you meet this mysterious man in a hotel. Oh,
0: this is ridiculous. This story is so fucking annoying.
1: I feel like it's made up. I feel like somebody is like... um. I'm going to try my hand at writing, and I just watched this Lifetime movie. Right. Because that's what it seems like. Like, you you meet this guy, and he, like, keeps popping up everywhere you are, even in neighboring towns. He's popping up because he's stalking you. Like, he Mm. had his eye on you. Maybe. Then, and you've been married twice already, and you're not even fully divorced by your second
0: husband, so... How do you just, I mean, I don't know what it is, okay? It took me forever, okay? First of all, it took me 11 years to meet my ex, right? Or, no, I guess by then it was, yeah. I'm sorry. It was, like, eight years before I I met, like, you know, what I thought was going to be my forever, right? So it's, like, you know, spend a couple years together. It doesn't work out. And, like, luckily, I meet this guy. Love him to death. I'm very, very happy, right? But, this woman seems to be able to just get out of one relationship and, and marry another or one wedding or one re- marriage and jump into another marriage. That's right. even beyond the fucking relationship to relationship shit you do. So she's on, <laughs> well, <laughs> She's like, I go from one relationship to the next one. I'm just in another but one. But this was just going into she's marriage. marriage to marriage, and so, she's like immediately in love with everybody, right? So she's already got mental issues and abandonment yeah, something's issues. something's wrong with her.
1: Like something, she already needs mental help.
0: Yeah, but how does she attract a dude that like just wants to marry her every fucking time? Like is her pussy lining gold? Like what's wrong with her? I don't like, know. How does she get him started first?
1: So so here she is. She's already got mental problems because she's like, I want to be Elizabeth Taylor. <laughs> Then she's not recognizing that this guy is clearly stalking her if he's he's everywhere. Right. And then instead of being like, hey, I'm going to go back home. Right. After two weeks of knowing this guy, she extends her stay. And next thing you know, two weeks after that, he's asking her to marry him. Right. And that's not a big giant red flag. Right. Like, oh, this only happens in movies. Right, bitch? Because it happens in true crime stories. <laughs> so then he seems to... Not be too abusive, but here's where I don't get it. And like, when you say one abusive thing. Right, when you get there, and his current wife, after if you've married him, and you find out your marriage is illegal, and his current wife just got fucking divorce papers right? three days before you got there, uh, yeah, that's weird. how is that not your fuck this, I'm out moment? Well, wait,
0: so did they get remarried? I guess they must have had, like, a small civil court, because she keeps saying that, you know... Then they had to get divorced, and she signed it. Yeah, because I'm like, well, wait a minute, but that marriage wasn't good wasn't to begin legal. with. Wasn't legal. So she left that out. So she... guess yeah, she left that out of the story, but obviously, if she had to file for a divorce,
1: they must have had, like, a little, like, courthouse thing to wait. They would have had to have. Right, but they had to wait at least six months, but she said we had been married six months before all this happened. What? Right, so it all kind of sounds like bullshit. So anyway, <laughs> she's got this guy... This who, when she gets there, finds out hes they're not legally married. He's still got a wife, and she's not leaving the house. And then he makes up this cockamamie story that she automatically believes. And then six months later, which most states you have to wait six months to be divorced anyway. Right. But six months later, you're married to him, and you threaten to leave him. Right. And that's when he says this this threatening thing, which he obviously said he meant it. And that was your get the fuck out moment? Like, Uh, my get the fuck out moment would be the minute I got there in San Antonio, and the the mom was acting acting all shitty, and then you find out he's married. Yeah. And your marriage isn't legal. That's my get the fuck out of here moment. Oh,
0: yeah. I'm out. Because I think it's weird how he just says, like, this, okay, well, first of all, I'm not trying to, like, victim blame or doing that stuff, but he says, like, one thing to her that's, like, a little scary. It right. is. It's a little scary. But he's not violent. He doesn't hit her. There's no he other. He gave her money and said, baby, go have
1: and fun. And go have a good
0: time. Yeah. If he was
1: abusive, she would be isolated and not be allowed to leave the fucking house. Leave anywhere. House.
0: Exactly. So, too much of this seems too weird. And she's right? like, oh, that was the last straw. Bitch, the last straw should have been, first of all, like, where was this guy coming from? And why does he know where you're at? Second of all, it'd be like, you flew in there and. It's why he's still married to his wife, and your wedding isn't even legal. So, like, what did you go to the Justice of the Peace and get married originally? It's like, I don't, what the fuck is happening? I don't know. I mean, do they keep a log somewhere where it shows who's married and who isn't? Right.
1: You know and, what I'm saying? Right. And most people, like, if you've been married before, like, in the state of Delaware, don't you have to, if you want to remarry, you have to show your divorce papers. Divorce papers. If you've been married.
0: Yeah, but, like, who's checking it? There's like, if you like say, I'm clerk, not, I wasn't. The
1: clerk has to. Mm -hmm. it's all in a database is it now yeah yeah it's still in the database so
0: this is wild this story is just
1: just, just, so i feel like it's just too cockamamie i feel like maybe you should do some screenings before you just throw some story in there to like because that sounds
0: bullshit to me i call bullshit i call bullshit i just too much is happening it's just weird Oh my god, well, you know how you said on the way over here you got stuck with the whole thing for Halloween? Yes. I did too. I saved it. This is all Halloween stuff. Like I'm how to turn you, things into Halloween-y I stuff. I got
1: stuck down into. The, okay, so this is my project that I know I can do that I'm not going to fuck up. Okay. So if you take two wine glasses. Uh-huh. Uh Wine glasses. Right. And you paint the bottom orange. Yeah. And you paint the. You flip it upside down. Uh huh. You paint the, the bowl part of the glass yeah. orange. And then you paint the stem green. Uh huh. And then you take little tea <clears throat> candles. And you put them on top of the bottom of the glass, okay? So they're like little tea votive candle right. holders, and then you take a sharpie and just draw a jack lantern on it. Oh. And I'm like, that's adorable, and I'm gonna do that <laughs> because that seems in my wheelhouse. I might try the trash can spiderweb, but that's really not my wheelhouse.
0: Like, there's people in here that are doing it already. They're decorating for Halloween. If you go back out on the, the back oh, I road, it. did you see I them? It. I was like, oh my gird. I'm like I so can't wait for Halloween. I'm like I hope that people send their kids around. They are. I'm like, like
1: people are tired of the shit, you know, and and they're not gonna. The kids are already not in school and things like that, and they're not yeah. gonna be like you can't do Halloween.
0: Oh, okay. So, <laughs> speaking of kids, that's <laughs> how so I'm gonna segue to this. When we were younger, and some of you people that are you know younger, much younger than us, aren't gonna know what the frack we're even talking about. When we were younger, and a tractor trailer would go by. We would pump our arm up and down because we wanted them to, to their blow their horn. horn.
1: And they have a pool thing. They yeah, they have, have a beam. pool.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's like their horn. You have to like pull a lever down. It's it's, you know, obviously really loud. And some of you have heard these tractor trailers when they when they do it, it's like meh meh yeah. it's really loud. Well, when we were younger, we would be like boop boop, be like, put your you right, know, because that, that was our pump. entertainment in the car because we yeah. didn't
1: have tablets and shit back in our Right.
0: Life. And then and apparently the truckers loved it. And according to a post that was on Ranker, um, and it's just a screenshot that somebody had posted the other day from our timeline, and it says, Dear parents, thoughts of a trucker. I am not a parent, but maybe one day. But six other drivers and myself are talking in a truck stop about kids not doing the arm pump like we did as kids for the truckers to blow their horns. Is becoming something so rare that when it does happen, we brag about it for weeks. Literally. Can we please start teaching kids the arm pump again? Sometimes we have a rough day, and making a child smile by blowing our horns for them when they give us the arm pump can drastically change our day. Possibly theirs, too. We missed that.
1: Right. Like, we didn't have... That was our entertainment. Like, our entertainment was playing the alphabet game, <laughs> the license plate game, and making the they truckers the, blow their horns. Yeah,
0: Things were so much simpler. You, you know, it's, we sound so old now, so like Bruce said, he was like, inside, I feel like I'm 27. And I was like, I feel like I'm 97 and I need to have my walker and my (laughs) scooter and I want to be on my way to bingo and I want to be like, beep, beep, move the fuck out of my way. Like, that's where I'm at with it. And I want to be like, who took my dentures? Like, that's who I feel like inside. Because when I get up in the morning, all the check engine lights come on. All of them. I feel so old. And he's like, you only feel, you're, you're only as old as you feel. I'm like, I feel really fucking old. So, and it makes me feel really, really old to have to explain what the fucking arm pump is for <laughs> this. Because, you know, I don't even think my kids know what it is. Uh, Katie does. Because we used to do it with Katie. They do I don't think we yeah. did. I don't I, think I've I did not I kids. didn't
1: have, like, Katie's, a lot of Katie's friends had, like, little iPads and things like that. Yeah. And cell phones at a really young age. And I didn't feel like Katie was responsible enough. Right. So... We did the arm pump thing and the alphabet game and things like
0: that when we were on road trips. Oh, well, I think I feel like it made me feel a little old to have to explain what it was. We are old. I you know, I feel old ish. I'm 43, going on, I don't know, what, 75, 76? Seven, <laughs> <laughs> All right. At least. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of
1: weddings, now I'm getting to the one. Oh, okay. All right. This one's about the crazy sister. I can relate to that, but that's
0: not the one I want. (laughs) God.
1: Weddings usually aren't this deadly. Again, by Suggest.com.
0: Oh, she did tell me about this one. This is crazy. So,
1: a cousin of mine was getting married, and his wife is a nurse. So, there were many doctors at the wedding. It was a huge wedding with over 300 people. Some of them were very old, uncles and aunts, that hadn't had spirits in years. Probably from the UK, because nobody... We call it alcohol here. Not (laughs) spirits. Right. Anyway, an uncle aged... An uncle, age 75 plus, had too much to drink and passed out at the wedding table. All the doctors of the wedding gathered around him and were trying to get him up, but he had, but he had a suction and he died. Oh. I don't know what that is. He had a what? A a suction. A suction? Yeah, it said, but he had a suction and he died. Never heard of it. Anyway, an ambulance came, declared him dead, and took him and his close family members left. Jesus. (laughs) Okay. So even, even after that, the party continued awkwardly, but it continued. Oh my god, how do you finish that out when somebody crisps at your wedding? (laughs) Oh, it gets better. It was still too (sighs) early to end it, so after 20 minutes, another very old uncle that probably ate too much had a heart attack again. The doctors did CPR on him and were fighting to keep him alive until the ambulance arrived. His daughter, age 55, 60, saw her father like that and passed out and hit her head on the stairs (gasps) and her head started bleeding. Half of the doctors now went to check on her and they even experienced Dr. and even these experienced doctors were shocked after all these incidents. <laughs> <This> <laughs> is like, eventually geez. the daughter had a concussion and lived while her father died at the hospital. Oh of my god. Of course the wedding table <laughs> the wedding table stopped. <laughs> <laughs> Let me say it again. With over seven doctors and so many nurses, two people died and one with a severe <laughs>
0: concussion. And that's the weirdest thing I've ever seen at a wedding. Oh my God. You know what? I'd be like, I don't think we should get married. <laughs> like <clears throat> wouldn't that be like an omen? Right. I mean, but people if it's, it's like, if okay, you kept, kept going after the first death, so we're gonna just keep killing off more people till you realize y'all shouldn't be together.
1: Or i mean it happened at the reception. You'd think if it was if it would have happened at the wedding if it if Well, I mean it's still though, you know what I mean? Like something's right. wrong. The moral of the story is if you're like seventy five and have a drink for a while, take it easy, old fuck. There's enough <laughs> there's enough VO for everybody. <laughs> There's enough
0: for everywhere.
1: There's enough Seagram 7 i <laughs> I'm <And> 7.
0: <laughs> this is not the BFW, people. So, I have a silly one real quick. I'm all do you have it. any? Do you have any uh, World News Daily reports? Um, I could probably find one. Oh, my God. How would you not have one lined up?
1: I didn't because I've... You're working full-time now. I'm working full-time now, and I've been helping the neighbor.
0: I know. All right. So, this one is kind of like a World News Daily report. Oh, no. I have the one about the bitchy lady. Okay. And actually, our friend I think is either our friend Thunder Dan posted it, or somebody posted it to Thunder Dan's timeline. Oh, and we were back. I was bagging up reading it, so because it's so fucking stupid, and it doesn't give you the whole entire thing, but it's 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 a fake story. Like you know, it's fake, but they wrote it anyway. So I don't even know what it was on, but it was from June 12, thousand eighteen. I guess they just realized what it was, and it says. Oh, because it's probably because of the hair. Because that's how Dan used to look when he had all his hair. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, it says, Florida veteran convinces two female officers to have a three-way instead of giving him a ticket. (laughs) It says, Daniel Sharp, 32, and a Marine Corps combat veteran was pulled over at 3 a.m. leaving a Taco Bell for going 29 miles per hour in a 20-mile-per-hour zone. Then two unidentified female deputies began to approach the vehicle and that's when the real trouble began. Instead of handing over his Florida issued driver's license and proof of insurance, Sharp began to seduce the officers and they began to perform sexual acts in the back of the vehicle. Other officers arrived on the scene to find both deputies and Mr. Sharp fully undressed and in the middle of lewd acts in public.
1: You know what? Marines are sneaky like when. <laughs> and they are very
0: disciplined (laughs) i'm like you know what i bet you this is probably a world news daily report it sounds so much like one it
1: could be but it might not it doesn't
0: say it it was actually posted on the air force nation and humor page oh then it probably definitely it was there and then somehow the boys got a hold of it and i saw it on our timeline so i i stole it all right so i have been
1: into these am i the asshole things by reddit
0: Yes. Oh, yes. And I have this
1: one. Yes. So, a woman on Reddit just ca- just cast herself in the role of coffee shop Karen, and people are shutting da- down all her complaints. Okay. It is a barista's job to make sure customers' babies has an Is it a barista's job to make sure a customer's baby has an uninterrupted nap at a coffee shop? <laughs> nope. That's the whole sentence. Nope. I know. If a baby does wake up from the general noise of being out and about in public, it's the right. Is it right to blame the barista, and then to go as far as c- contacting the manager about it? Right. The entitlement of that some people is so ridiculous. It must be a joke, right? Nope. Luckily, the am I an asshole? Moral compass of the internet has deemed this woman a full throttle asshole. <laughs> Let me speak I to love the it. manager about some noises that, that isn't your job to fix. A demon of retail. Is a, f- is a demon of retail and a service industry nightmare. Let's dive into this hysterical disaster, shall we? Okay, so, am I the asshole for snapping at the barista after she woke up my sleeping baby twice? Yes. All right.
0: I do not even so, feel like we even had to listen to right. the rest of it. So, yes. the
1: coffee shop near my house just reopened. So, I went in for a coffee on my afternoon walk with my nine-month-old. It was busy, but because there was only three... It wasn't busy, but because there were only three baristas and two were serving customers... The service was slow, and that was fine. I wasn't in a rush. But the second I walked in, I was struck by how loud their coffee grinder was. It wasn't just off in a few seconds either, though, but kept going and going and going. And since the third barista was grinding a huge bag of coffee all at once, within the first minute of me being there, my daughter wakes up and keeps screaming, no matter how much I try to comfort her. After five minutes, I ask the barista if she could stop using the coffee grinder as it's disturbing my baby, and she agrees and turns off the machine.
0: Oh, my God.
1: While waiting for my drink, I managed to get my daughter to start dozing off again. Until the barista turns on the grinder again, making my daughter cry all over again. At this point, I snap at the barista for turning it on when I'm still there and she can clearly see that she caused my daughter to cry again. The barista says she's doing something else with the grinder that was more urgent. But could she she really not have waited until I left? Anyways, the other baristas were extremely cold to me and didn't even say anything when they gave me my drink. I emailed the manager when I got home, explaining the situation, and today the manager replied and apologized for what happened. In return, I got a free gift card. Oh my god. I was telling my husband this, thinking he would be excited about the gift card, but he doesn't think I should have emailed the manager at all, and that I overreacted. But the manager agrees and I was ro- that I was wrong here.
0: Oh my all god. Right. so. No, you were not wrong, you fucking asshole. You I emailed the nice. manager
1: when I got home, explaining the situation. It's hard to believe people like this exist. honestly. Why did you feel the need to bother this coffee... This is what her husband's saying, Right. Honestly, why did you feel the need to the, to bother this coffee shop manager because you chose to bring your sleepy, cranky baby into a public space during exactly. the pandemic? Serving industry workers are going above and beyond to keep us safe, and you have the audacity to complain to their manager about them simply doing their job. Can someone find this woman's social media profile and drag her through the internet dirt so... He- She gets fired from her job, if she has one. Internet sleuths with crime podcasts unite.
0: (laughs) So. No, it's just so ridiculous to me that people actually feel like they should take their baby into a, a place of business. Right. And then decide the business is wrong because her child, who doesn't really belong there, is offended. So, of course, people were eager to deem
1: whoever or not. Whether or not she was an asshole. Because usually they're like, oh, you're not the asshole. I know, most but, of the time you got, oh, they're not an asshole. Clearly Redditors were excited. They were like, oh, sweet, finally yes. an asshole. I know, I like, can't wait to go hard on so this bitch. So one says, the manager doesn't agree with you. He just gave you the good service speech and gift card so that you won't harm his business by bitching about it. Yeah. If your child is sleeping, in the, it is not rest, the rest of the world's responsibility to keep quiet. It's your responsibility to take your child someplace appropriate for sleeping. Exactly. Which is not in the middle of a retail business. And then one says, next time make coffee home instead of complaining about workers doing their job. Exactly. Don't go into a place of business with a sleeping baby unless you can deal with the baby waking up. The barista was doing her job. It doesn't matter if it was urgent or not. It's her job. If you do not want to be around the noise with your baby, don't leave your house and enter a public space where there noise. You did overreact massively. You are the asshole. And then this guy is like, you're kidding us
0: with this, right? Yeah, because yeah, sometimes you wonder if they're just waiting. Right. Like you went you used to, to a do...
1: coffee shop and got up some when they were grinding coffee. This is what happens in a coffee shop. If things that happen in a coffee shop are too loud for your daughter, don't take her to a coffee shop. You can't expect the world to be put on hold because you arrived. Your husband was right. You were being an awful human being and the manager was just trying to keep a customer in these hard times and not risk doing something worse than blasting them on social media. So there you have it. Not a single helpful stranger on the internet. (laughs) I thought this woman did the right thing here. If you're going to go to restaurant, bars, or coffee shops during their reopening phase, be extra kind. This woman should be banned, not given a gift card. And her husband was 100% correct in in his analysis. See you, coffee shop Karen. Hope your baby keeps you awake until she's 18.
0: I hope you never sleep again, you I touch. hope you never sleep again. I think it's funny because sometimes I do see stuff like that, and I wonder if they're just trolling, trying to get people all like, you know, because you used to do it. Uh-huh. You'll go in there and you'll just say something, and then you'll walk away and be like, oh, let the chum hit the water. I, I
1: do. Because I, 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 I was getting bored at the beginning of the pandemic, so I was like, let me just troll some people. <laughs>
0: I need something i need something to happen here oh my god well i guess we're gonna wrap this up because we're at like 54 we're gonna actually let louis have a little something something he's gonna be like look at them they don't need they didn't go over they're great oh congratulations
1: louis because it's football season i gotta get home so if you have had sex with a dolphin have had any recent chicken adventures, oh
0: my give, God. let
1: us know at straightfromthenet at gmail.com. And Ireland, we're still waiting to hear from you.
0: Know, also, um,
1: you can find us on Facebook at Straight From The Net, and Jamie is on Twitter, and Danielle is on Snapchat and Twitter and all the platforms. Mm-hmm. Everything social media you can find us on. And Danielle will tell you about all the
0: platforms we can listen well, to. Well, I wanted to see if it would show me... Alright, so it doesn't look like Ireland was in let me see last month because I, I wanted to say what it was hold on yeah Ireland kind of dropped down a little bit so we lost them a little bit so that's kind of sticky like kind of sucky oh no and it was Dublin so Dublin if anybody was listening to a Dublin yes there's Dublin there's an actually another one too uh, we had Johannesburg reach um coming in and Brussels, so that was, like, in the last week. But, um, yeah, I'm kind of a little sad because now I don't know what happened to our guys. It's like, now that we talked about them, they're like, bye-bye now. They're like, fuck you, bitch, we're out. We're trying to be covert about it. I know. And I know that we've, we've been having a little bit of um, sound issues in the WMLD, and they're kind of working on that for us today, so I'm, I'm hoping they can kind of figure out what the hell's going on. Um, but in the meantime, we're on the WMLD, the Voice of Hudson Valley Radio, every Wednesday at 1 o'clock. And if you missed it, that's okay. He catches us on Saturdays at 7 o'clock. And if you miss all that, don't fret. You can hear us on Spotify, TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud, which is our mother account, uh, iPodcast, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. Everybody make good choices. Till next okay, time. Bye. bye.